An entitled Karen freaks out on me when I get a picture with Santa, claiming that because I don't believe in Christmas, I'm apparently gonna burn in hell. And I've honestly never laughed harder in my life. Here's what happened. So first some backstory. I'm 20 years old, I'm Jewish, and I work at a toy store at the local mall. So the get your photo with Santa thing is right in front of the toy store at the mall that I work at, which makes sense. Kids can look around while their parents wait in line, or the parents can look for present ideas while their kid waits in line, or they can wait as a family. There are a lot of options with it set up this way. So this incident happened at around 11 o'clock in the morning. I had been working at the toy store, and my boss lets me know I can go on break, so I end up doing just that. I had about 30 minutes, and I wasn't particularly hungry. But when I walked by the Santa exhibit, I saw that there was no lineup because it was a weekday in the middle of the day. Most kids are at school, and most of the parents are working. So, since I'm an adult, and I don't celebrate Christmas, I thought a picture of me on Santa's lap would be a funny gift for my family on Hanukkah when I'm home. So I get in line. There's one family who currently has a kid seeing Santa, one kid in front of me, and not long after, our entitled mother, our entitled father, and their stupid children. They were all very lovely at first. We had a bit of a small talk while we waited. I asked their kids how excited they were to see Santa, as well as just some generic filler conversation questions. The family in front of me goes, and in hindsight, I think the gears were starting to turn in the mother's head that I wasn't just an older sibling and I was actually there for myself. The family in front of me leaves. I get to tell St. Nick exactly what I want for the holidays, even though I don't celebrate it, and I get my pictures. I go back to work and I clock back in because even without the lineup, just waiting for two families and getting the pictures printed, as well as paid for, took most of my lunch break. And a few minutes later, the family from before comes in. The kids run off to go look at toys, and I give them a friendly hello again, but I am met with a very cold-hearted hello from the mother. Our store wasn't very busy either, given the time of day that it was, as well as the day in the week. So while they were browsing, I was showing my co-workers and the boss the pictures that I got, just for a laugh. And right when that happened, the mom stomps over as if I had just spit in her figgy pudding. She goes, I'm sorry, I just think it's very rude and immature to keep my kids waiting longer just for a joke. I said to her, ma'am, there was no wait, at least not to see Santa. She then responded in a snarky way by saying, you're too old to believe in this crap. Keep in mind, her kids were the only kids in the store, and at this point, she was yelling at the top of her lungs. I say to her, ma'am, I don't celebrate Christmas. I don't even believe in it. And I say this a little bit quieter, because I'm capable of being at least courteous towards her kids. The entitled father then chimes in and says, well, that's a whole other reason why you shouldn't have been there. You're ruining it for everyone else. I look at both of them and I say, well, it doesn't really matter. Santa says, I'm on the nice list, and his word is law. I was very obviously just messing with them the whole time, which is a weird coping mechanism that I've got, where I try to escape conflict just by being funny. The entitled mom then looks at me and says, well, God says you're gonna burn in hell, so you can just forget it. And at this point, I was blown away, but I had the perfect comeback. I said, well, I'm Jewish. We don't have a hell. And it was right about at that moment, my boss chimed in and said, all right, I'm gonna need you to leave if you're gonna keep harassing my employee. The kids came back to find their parents, and one asked them if they could have one of the candy canes we have at our checkout counter. The entitled mom, of course, said no, and I said they were free, so you could just go ahead and take it. Both kids took a candy cane, because free candy totally outweighs their mother's words, which is kind of a scary thought without the context. The mom stares daggers at me, called me a name that was really not appropriate for children to hear, but I just smirked, and I said to them, Merry Christmas! My boss and co-workers are still laughing about it, 
it with me as I write this. And hopefully those two parents cheer up and find that joyful Christmas spirit. So this really is a funny story in my opinion. The fact that two parents actually would legitimately get upset because an adult is choosing to get a picture with Santa is really weird. This is honestly the first time I've ever seen anybody gatekeep Santa. I'm pretty sure he's the most accessible person on the planet, regardless of what religion you're a part of. But hey, apparently these two entitled parents definitely think otherwise. Hopefully they're able to find a better attitude towards Christmas, because before they know it, they're going to ruin it for their kids, if you know what I mean. And I also like the fact that you can definitely tell these people are super entitled, because they know how to fake it when they're in line, but the second they see something that they just don't like, they're going to run up to you and say, oh, you're going to burn in hell. I mean, that's not very St. Nicholas of you, if you ask me. So hopefully the original poster never has to deal with that again, because I honestly think there's nothing wrong with getting a picture with Santa, regardless of your age. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. This next one came from the Am I the Jerk podcast subreddit. Check the links in the description if you'd like to submit your own story. Am I the Jerk for rejecting my ex-girlfriend after she came back to me after cheating on me, begging me for some kind of money? So to start things off, I'll go through a little bit of background with me and my ex-girlfriend. We met three years ago on a bus. She seemed nice and we talked for a while and I ended up getting her number. We eventually started dating and after about a year, she started to let slip her mask. She started yelling at me for little mistakes, like for example, forgetting the dishes or taking out the trash. And I will admit sometimes it was my fault. I got caught up on something else or something along those lines. But eventually, it was everything I did. If I bought her a present, she would say, oh, you should have used that money for something else, not me. Stop being so irresponsible. But if I didn't buy her a present, she would say, I can't believe you never get me anything. It's like you don't even love me. So it was a constant back and forth. Eventually, I went to surprise her at her apartment. I opened the door with my spare key because I wasn't planning on staying as I was just dropping off a gift basket. I eventually then hear her and another guy going at it, if you know what I mean. At this point, I saw Red and I threw the door open and I started to yell at her. I asked how long this had been going on and the guy responded, Uh, around a month. Sorry, bro. She said she was single and he walks into the bathroom to get dressed. She then starts wailing out excuses and I honestly don't want to hear it. So I slam the door, I grab the gift basket and I just drive home. When I get home, I cry my eyes out. My neighbor must have heard it because they knocked on my door just to see if I was okay. My neighbor is a good friend of mine and she comforts me and calms me down. Eventually, a few months later, my neighbor and I, will call her Sarah, that's not her real name, start dating and things are great. She is amazing and is always good to me and I honestly adore her so much. Fast forward to today and my ex knocks on my door, crying and asking to come in. I tell her no and I try to close the door, but she actually stops me and asks me if we can get back together. I of course said no and I tell her to just go away, but she says, well at least give me some money because I deserve it. I ask her why on earth I would ever need to give her money. She responds by saying, because my boyfriend left me and I just got fired for too many late days. I asked her why she was late and she explains that it's because she slept in after having many fun nights before. I tell her to go away because I honestly don't want to hear it, but she yells at me and cusses me out. My girlfriend says I did the right thing, but I'm worried if she actually did need some money and that I just yelled at somebody in need. I hate conflict and I try to help everyone I can as much as I can because I don't want people to suffer, but my ex was also a bad girlfriend and incredibly toxic. So it begs the question, am I the jerk for rejecting 
rejecting my ex and telling her to go away. I do not think you're the jerk in this situation. Legitimately, I think you really should listen to your girlfriend at this moment and believe what she says, that you did the right thing. People like your ex-girlfriend will always be looking for handouts. They'll cheat on you, they'll treat you like garbage, they'll yell at you about everything under the sun, but the second they can get any kind of cash or some kind of advantage out of you, you better believe that they will come back crawling and crying. They'll do whatever it takes to get that money in their hand. And honestly, you do not need that in your life because it sounds like you have an awesome girlfriend right now who loves you exactly the way you are and would never treat you like that. So personally, I would just cut that ex out of your life. Tell her to take a hike and never come back because it sounds like you have a better girlfriend in your life. And honestly, I would just hold fast to that and ignore your crazy, needy ex. I regret telling my coworker that I'm interested in him. And now I feel angry, broken, and very confused. And I don't know what to do. So a couple of weeks ago, I told a guy at my job that I was interested in him. He didn't reply in a negative or positive manner. He just said that he finds me attractive. And later, he added that he thinks I'm courageous for saying something like this. And before even saying all that, he admitted that he's been single for many years because of many heartbreaks, as well as some trust issues. And also that he's not really in the right place at the moment to have a relationship. The reason I decided to tell him I was interested is because he showed me so much signs of interest. He was flirting a lot with me, complimenting me intensely, saying he thinks I'm a beautiful woman, asking me indirectly if I'm single and stuff like that. I mean, all signs basically pointed to him constantly flirting with me. From the deep eye contact to him being very curious about me, as well as asking questions about my personal life. I mean, one day I even told him that there was something I wanted to tell him, but I didn't even know how to say it. And he replied by saying, whenever you're ready, just let me know. And then he actually winked at me. And before leaving for the day, he asked me, don't forget to tell me what you wanted to say, okay? And then winks again. I ended up just telling him I find him handsome, but it was like he was expecting me to say something else. I mean, the list honestly goes on. And what really upsets me the most is that when I asked him why he was flirting with me so much, after I admitted I was interested in him, he told me that he flirts with everyone. But I see how he treats other people. Yes, he is nice. And yes, he flirts and compliments people, but it's never as intense as the way I experience it. After that day, when I told him I was interested in him, he was still overly nice and flirty, and he was still touching me, mostly on my lower back and my arms. He was still talking a lot. He even mentioned while we were alone, so you like older men, huh? He winks at me again, and he has a huge smile, which is very confusing. However, I did feel a bit awkward after I felt rejected. I'm still nice towards him, and I talk to him. I smile as much as I can, and I try to be polite, but I am less and less present, and I do talk less and less to him. I noticed also that he's kind of weird. A few days ago, he startled me after I opened the door, and he asked me, oh, I hope you don't think I'm ugly. (laughs) Just kidding. But really, you were just in your bubble, right? Even today, he ate at the same time as me again, and decided to sit closer to me as usual. I engaged in a little bit of conversation with him, and we talked for a little bit, but he was silent the rest of the time, and usually he talks a lot. At some point, we were alone, but I felt like he really wanted to say something. He was silent and he just kind of seemed off. He just ended up asking me why I'm not eating and that I should eat more. So it begs the question, am I making him feel uncomfortable? I'm just really confused by his behavior and I honestly don't know what to do. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker. 
you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. First off, I always think it's a bad idea to try and ask somebody out that you work with. That is definitely not going to go well most of the time, and if anything, it's going to cause weird situations like this. But on the other hand, this guy is definitely leading you on in my opinion. He's using the fact that you said, oh, you're really attractive, and decided to just kind of lean into it as some kind of joke. And that's not fair for you or your feelings. And if anything, you already have your answer about how he's going to treat you, and you know for a fact that it will never be more than just some kind of work friendship. But with the way he's acting, I very seriously don't think it's going to even be that far anymore. Also, this guy's winking at you after he says stuff. Sorry, but that's just a little creepy. That'd be acceptable if you're in a relationship. But for a colleague that you just turned down? No, that's really weird. So do yourself a favor and look for somebody else, because this guy's not interested. And if anything, it sounds like he's just trying to string you along, which honestly is completely unfair to you. Today, I messed up by realizing that my husband and I have been miscommunicating for years, and and it's honestly pretty funny. So today I was talking at lunch with my husband and we went over the same subject we have unsuccessfully talked about for years. Please also note that we have known each other for almost 10 years and we've lived together for five and we've been married for almost three. So we were talking about dogs and cats and he said that cats are pretty good. Now pay attention to that wording because that's the bit where we messed up. Over the years, I had been disheartened when he said things were pretty good. From my perspective, he seemed to be emotionally distant and unenthusiastic about things. Everything was just pretty good, and he said it in a very mild tone of voice. So over the years, we tried to talk about it with limited success. Today, when I asked him why he never seemed to show much enthusiasm for things, he was confused as always. He said that he did show enthusiasm because he likes cats, but I explained that he just said that they were only pretty good, and this confused him even more. But somehow, I managed to on the magic combination of words to get him to further elaborate. Usually, he would just repeat that things were pretty good, but today he managed to lay out his scale, and this is how it goes. It starts out as okay, and then it goes to good, then there's pretty good, and at the top of that list is the word great. Now, I have never seen pretty good used in that place in the scale. I always place it below good, as in almost good or mostly good. For years, we had been talking about things, and I was just always under the assumption 
assumption that he just wasn't really interested in whatever it was. I had to run damage control at Thanksgiving dinner one time because he said my mom's cooking was pretty good. We have stopped watching TV shows because I thought he was only mildly enjoying them and didn't want to be too much of a bother. I eventually just came to the conclusion that he simply wasn't very expressive and tried to place his responses on my scale because he had such difficulty explaining it. And mind you, this has been going on for years. I also got disheartened when he said my dog was pretty good. He calls me pretty cool. When I told him about my scale, he was shocked. He says it must be a Southern thing, though I don't really remember it when I lived in Texas. We compromised and said that it must be an Arkansas thing, which is his home state. We both began re-examining our interactions over the years. The Thanksgiving dinner, me explaining to my brother that no, my husband really did like that movie. He just expresses it in that way, especially how he talks about my dog, pretty much all of it. When lunch was over, I assured him everything was okay, and he said I was pretty cool and got this horrified look on his face. He realized that from my perspective, he had been calling me mostly good for years. I similarly realized I had been assuming he wasn't enthusiastic about things because of that wording. It was so embarrassing. I have since encouraged him to be more open about his feelings and his happiness, as well as just confusing him for years. I'm just so baffled by everything. It's good we're learning to communicate, but man, he feels really apologetic now, and I've tried to assure him that it's honestly okay. We're trying to find better ways to communicate, but you know what? It's kind of a process. He has also encouraged me to ask him what he really means when he says things, and this will hopefully be a good way of getting him to rephrase some of the things that he says. Hopefully, we can cut down on miscommunications like this in the future. This is really a funny story. You think your partner feels one way, and then they turn around and say, no, I actually really enjoy this. And also, if this is scaled from one to four, this person's partner has scaled their relationship at a three out of four, which is really good. Hopefully this works out for them and hopefully they're able to communicate better because I can honestly only assume what it's like to go literally years under the assumption that your partner really isn't that interested in just about anything. But in contrast, it must be relieving knowing that your partner is way more into you as well as the people around you than you previously realized. My sister is jealous of my friendship with her boyfriend and now she thinks I'm trying to steal her boyfriend away from her and I honestly don't know what to do. Okay, so my sister is dating her boyfriend for about three years. He's a good guy and I'm happy for them. She's a bit insecure about how she looks, but I don't know why as she is so gorgeous, but she just doesn't see it. Her boyfriend loves her so much and is completely loyal to just her. I also get along really well with her boyfriend. We don't hang out or text on a daily basis, but we talk sometimes and he's been texting me more often because of her Christmas present. We do those huge get-togethers at Christmas where all of our family, partners, and family friends are invited to my parents' house and we just eat, drink, and play games all night long. And we have a group chat for planning purposes. My sister and her boyfriend are also in there, as well as other family members, friends of my parents, neighbors, and relatives. We all live pretty close by. I recently moved in with my best friend and got a new bed a few days ago. I couldn't get it upstairs on my own, mostly because there were some big boxes and it was far too heavy. So I texted in the group if anyone is close by to help me out. My sister's boyfriend, we'll call him Jake, that's not his real name, told me that he is in my area and will come over. He did and he helped me to get it set up. It took maybe an hour in total, so I offered that he can have dinner with me as a thank you. I made a pizza, we ate and talked about the upcoming Christmas, and honestly nothing happened. We just 
just talked as friends. He then left an hour later. Not soon after, my sister called me to accuse me of being into her boyfriend. She told me that I have enough guy friends, as well as guys that are into me, that could have helped me get stuff set up. But I just had to choose her boyfriend. Now, I have told her several times that I am simply not interested in Jake. I told her that there's nothing to worry about, but she didn't believe me and she just cussed me out. She then told me that I'm not allowed to come to the get-together. I talked to my parents and they are on my side and say that she is just overreacting. Now my sister says that she and Jake aren't coming if I come along. I tried to talk to her as well as Jake too, but she's still super upset and blocked me on all social media and I don't know what I did wrong. Maybe I shouldn't have invited him to stay, but he did me a favor, so I wanted to show my appreciation for his work, his time, and effort to help me out. And I honest to God would have done the same thing for anyone else who came along to help me with this. We just had dinner. I didn't invite him for anything else if you know what I mean. She is apparently also mad at Jake, but not as much as she's mad at me. He just texted me, stating that she thinks I'm into him and tried to steal him from her. But I'd never do that to her, ever. She's my little sister, and I would never hurt her. I'm at a loss at the moment because I want to resolve this issue before Christmas. I don't want us to make a fool out of ourselves for fighting over something so stupid right before the holidays. What should I do? The way your sister is acting is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, that has to be some serious insecurity for her to start acting like that. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. You literally just had dinner with her boyfriend, and that was just as a thank you for him coming out to help out. There are a few options here, but I think if anything, just explain to her that, hey, maybe I'm just trying to have a brother-in-law type relationship with him and nothing more. It's really unfortunate that your sibling feels this way. So maybe even also talking to the boyfriend and saying, hey, can you try and reel this in and explain to her that you are not interested in me? That might be a good way of trying to get through to her and explain to her that no, nothing is going on. Nothing happened and there's literally nothing to worry about. So hopefully that conversation goes well. Because you're right, it is literally right before Christmas and it really would be stupid to argue over something so small this close to the holidays. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.